In this morning's Tech Byte, South Africa is rethinking its crypto regulations, a South African insurance provider has been hit by a major data breach, and Zoom acquires Kites for its multi-language transcription AR technology. Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte, a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. In recent weeks, we've seen more talk about crypto in South Africa than ever before. There were doges involved, an ex-South African space emperor, and two KGs that got away with billions. The latter included an extensive scam built on AfriCrypt, a local cryptocurrency trading platform that turned sour at the end. Now, South African financial regulations need to consider this new form of currency. According to Bloomberg, via Business Tech, the South African Prudential Authority, or the banking regulator, has revealed that it will have a regulatory framework ready for the new cryptocurrency in the upcoming months. Of course, it feels like a too-little-too-late situation, but it's about time proper regulations were drafted in South Africa regarding crypto trading. Cuban Naidu, Chief Executive Officer at the Prudential Authority and Deputy Governor of the South African Central Bank, details that proposals were drafted earlier in June, and these still have to go through a public comment stage before proper approval. Quote, We are trying to put in place the regulatory framework quickly, says Naidu. Defining this as a financial product and then developing the regulatory framework is important. End quote. Thing is, trading crypto is all but new in South Africa, and exchanges and apps are appearing all over the place. Popular local trading apps like Luno and Valor have already amassed many local traders. The AfriCrypt scam is a situation that could have easily been dissuaded using proper regulations. Remember Mirror Trading International? Bloomberg recalls its collapse as the biggest crypto-related scam of 2020 by Chainalysis. South African insurance provider QSure was struck by a major data breach earlier this month, one that led to banking information and other sensitive data being compromised. The company hasn't said how many records were scooped during the intrusion. Company COO Ian Dutoy, speaking to Tech Central, said, On the 9th of June 2021, QSure became aware that it had been subject to illegal and unauthorized access to its IT infrastructure and immediately isolated its IT network and shut down its systems. Dutoy added, QSure immediately appointed three industry-leading and independent cyber forensic and security technology firms to conduct a detailed forensic investigation into the cybersecurity incident. He pointed out that the company has notified insurers, brokers and the relevant regulators with regards to the breach. Data collected includes banking details limited to the account holder name, bank account numbers and bank branch codes while policyholder identity numbers, credit card details, any form of contact details or policy content were not accessed. So it's not as bad as it could have been then, but it's still less than ideal. QSure provides services to the South African insurance industry, including collections and premium handling, so while you may not have heard of them, there's a chance you've come into contact with them at some point. If you're affiliated with Hollard in any way, you might want to check your emails for communication in this regard. It's not a good month for companies. If it's not ransomware, which is arguably better for the end user, then it's data breaches. This insurance hack is just the latest in a terrible month for cybersecurity.
the video conferencing platform that's one of the few companies that saw massive gains during the global pandemic in 2020, Zoom, is building out its platform's features. The company has now acquired Kites, which stands for Karlsruhe Information Technology Solutions, a company that works on real-time transcription and translation services. While Zoom already has a real-time transcription feature for English speakers, that's not the case with many other languages. Now, in addition to transcription, the video conferencing tool is looking to add translation capability to its app. Kites was originally built as a tool for teachers. It would allow for a real-time translation in a classroom setting for students who speak different languages to lecturers. Of course, if the tool functions well in the second-to-second -second translation in a classroom, we're sure it'll be able to keep up with a Zoom conference call. The live transcription feature in the current app isn't flawless either, so Kites' tech may help build out the feature into something more useful to the everyday user. Many people may prefer doing presentations in their native tongue, but we'll also need to see exactly how this feature functions, IRL. Thank you for listening to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte. We'll be back again tomorrow with all the local and international tech news you might have missed.